Welcome back to the Don't Think, Just Do podcast. You have your co-hosts here, Clint Bucola and Luke Sissel. And man, we have a treat for you guys today. Um, we brought it up last episode, but we actually have one of our really good friends, Corbin um, Ruthart, here tonight. And he's going to just kind of share about his life and um, tell you guys about kind of what he does, where he was, and uh, where he is now. You guys are doing some pretty cool stuff. So why don't we go ahead and just start off just with kind of like y'all's main... Um, thing that y'all are doing right now just just the uh, the whole gmg okay our whole community yeah so uh my name is corbin ruthart uh, how long have we known each other i feel like it hadn't been super long it's well so i knew you when you were really really young yeah it's just like you were so young that you probably didn't even remember but, yeah i uh, didn't so but we've been i don't know a couple months now kind of on the on each other's radars yeah. doing uh doing some work together yeah we started getting more familiar after we had that meeting at the Amarillo Club. Mm-hmm. That was good. But no, so me and my two brothers, we have started an online information network is what we call it. And it's just a community. It's called Go Money Grow, where together we find the best ways to grow your money, your mind, and your body. And what we're trying to do, I'm sure y'all know as well, a lot of people nowadays really have a negative mindset just towards life in general, um, let alone business. Mm -hmm. And so our goal, our main goal is to help people transform their mindset to help them start thinking more positively, um, to start attracting the better things into their life, how to change their outlook on life. So they just live better. That's our main goal. So how long have you guys been up and running? I think we started the LLC probably two and a half, maybe three months ago. Okay. It it has it hasn't been super long. It's always been an idea. Yeah. So it actually started off as a podcast. That's how our started. I had the uh idea or me and my brothers had the idea, uh Go to Grow podcast. Yeah. Just because we always had good conversation. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you everybody's been with their friends and they're like, Oh, we could totally start a podcast. People yeah. listen <laughs> I to think y'all's chemistry is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well that- Y'all are like our favorite people to go to because when we leave, bro, we're just like ready to take yeah. on the world, bro. And y'all grew up together, so y'all have had like practice for decades. Yeah, just like talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't know how much that means to us, by the way, because we feel like we're just spitting stuff and hoping people accept yeah. it. So the fact that you say that just makes us feel Well, we really talk good. about it often. Like we love being around you guys and hanging out with you guys just because uh, like literally – I mean, that one time we went and we were on y'all's podcast, Luke was like, let's go to the gym right now. <laughs> so we left and went straight to the gym. Like, you know, you want to win. And uh, when you're around other people who have the same mindset and same, uh, you know, goals and desires, like it really, it, it just like does something to you to be in the same atmosphere with those people. Mm-hmm. Because not a lot of people understand that like you got to cut the crap out, like cut the losers out of your life. Yeah. It's like taking a shot of positivity. That's how I describe it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I've never heard about that. Um, so I love that you say cutting like people out of your life because I feel like I have a very hard time with that. Really? Cutting people out of my life that are bad for me. I have a very like – I'm a big believer and all of us understand you're the sum of the five people you hang around with. Oh, most. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love that, but I don't live by it. Really? So – I, and I don't do it uh, purposefully. Mm-hmm. It's just like you. We know each other, and we think the same. We're like-minded individuals. We're both, uh, all three of us. We're all working our asses off. Sorry, uh, we're all uh, we're all working uh, to build our businesses, build a better life. 
that black Lamborghini you have hanging on the wall. We That's all right. want the, we all want the <laughs> same thing, but I feel like I don't reach out enough to people like y'all to actually hang out with and spend more time yeah. and uh, just connect with more. Like we yeah. have these individual meetings, but I find myself spending like more the time. Actual, like not like in a weird way, but like developing an intimacy of that relationship with yeah. somebody. Exactly. Yeah. I- exactly. I don't yeah. feel like I try that either, but it kind of just naturally starts to happen. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, you know, uh, I always talk about, I, I think I've told you before, but I, I listen to Brad Lee dropping bombs a lot. And, uh, one of the things he talks about a lot is, is the, you know, you're, you're going to have the, the same attributes as the five people you're closest around. But something he brings up that I really like is he says, it's going to be the five people. Like, even if you're not hanging around people, like it might be like, like I listen to Brad Lee every single day. So he's going to be one of the five people that I'm hanging around in quotations. Or if I'm reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like Robert Kiriowski is going to be the second person I'm hanging. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so um, to that extent, I think that, that it, you know, it, it's doable. But I mean, me and Luke have both had hard times cutting out people that have just been bad for us in life. Like it, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> like, you I know, don't you, really have that issue. I have like three friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's the people that I, uh, it's not even that I invite. So Kate has friends that he invites yeah. over to the house. I'm not a huge fan of them. Uh, like I don't particularly care for yeah. their company, but they're there. So I talk to him and I find myself just hanging out with them because there's people at the house. I do not go out. I understand. We understand. I do not we, go out. We go to work. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and even if I don't go to work, I prefer spending time at the house watching YouTube or watching a Netflix Learning, video or yeah. something. Yeah, something like that. Um, I would honestly say I don't have, like, a friend. That, that sounds terrible to say, but I just don't hang out with anybody. I have the occasional people I'll go to the gym yeah. with and stuff like that, but I don't have, like, a friend, a close friend group that I hang out with that's, on the daily. That's exactly how I am. Like, I don't have a close friend group. But I'm with Luke every day. Like, he's my version of Kale and Cade to you, your brothers. Yeah. So, I mean, literally me and Luke spend 90% of our life together. And it's not, like, because um, we're trying to avoid everybody else. But it's just, like, me and Luke have the same goals. Like, we Mm -hmm. want to succeed more than we want to freaking breathe. Yeah. And, I mean, like, five to six years ago, our group was much bigger. But throughout time, we've kind of just started weeding people. No, we haven't, like, cut everybody out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a difference between, you know, completely dropping somebody like an ex-girlfriend versus mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you check up on somebody and text them every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to be like you're hanging out with them every day because, you know, it's it, it really is true. Like if you're around that, like that crap every day, it's going to be in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Somebody's hammering <laughs> over there. No. Um, like you said, you're with uh, Luke all the time. That's how it is with me and my brothers. And sometimes it does some like more harm than good yeah because all three of us are so competitive as people (laughs) and so i'll see Cade just killing it in the real estate game and i'll be like man screw that guy i should i like i'm I'm doing better than him i'm gonna i'm gonna go do something like this and kale's the exact same way and sometimes we just butt heads yeah uh because we're trying to i guess prove our credibility to the other partner yeah yeah and it's it's hard because we're brothers and we don't see each other that way we see each other like i remember whenever he was five years old and he was picking his nose and peeing in the bed and <laughs> stuff like that so that's how we picture each other yeah. uh, every now and then and so it's hard to see like my little brother he's doing the things that he's doing mm-hmm. and it's like how are you doing that like like it i don't know it makes me it makes me sound 
a little bit bad, but it's like I have a little bit less respect for him maybe than somebody else because I saw how he grew up. Yeah. Um, that I don't know. I guess that's the best way for me to put it. I respect him and I love him more than yeah, anybody no, else. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, completely. it's it's just like the point of view because I've known him my entire life. Yeah. yeah. And you feel older, so you probably feel like you should be a little bit more successful than he is. Yes. Like he's always trying to follow you because you've had a exactly. few more years than him. And all three of us hate that. We hate following behind the other because we always we all want to be on the top. Yeah. And so that I think that leading into the Go Money Grow is why it works so well. So my older brother, he uh, is. I would say proficient in the real estate game. He's really, really doing he's great right now. He's just killing it. I want to say he's one one of, if not the top agent here in Amarillo. That's awesome. Um, and he, do y'all know Bigger Pockets? Mm-hmm. So Bigger Pockets reached out to him. Really? And That's asked, awesome. asked him to be the main agent in like this area, like they're on their contact list. So anybody that's part of the Bigger Pockets group, Cade is on that contact that's list awesome. for like this area. So he's crazy. killing it in the real estate game. Um, I do stock trading. Um, I started probably three years ago. It was in 2019, like mid-2019 mm-hmm. is whenever I got started. What made you want to get into it? Into stock trading? Yeah. So Cade was actually the one that told me about it. I didn't even know trading was a thing. Uh, this At the time, I was uh, going to Amarillo College. I was majoring in like business administration. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was bartending at a restaurant uh, after I'd get out of college. And I was just doing that. That's all I was doing. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, well, I want to get into real estate. I want to, not even real estate. I just wanted to do business. I did not know what it was going to be. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew, like, we like we have that itch inside there's of us. It's like, well, there's something more that yeah. I need to be doing. And we were... In Colorado, or uh, I can't remember exactly where we were, and we're on our way back, and my brother just subtly mentions, have you looked uh, into stock investing or stock trading? And I had no idea what it was, so I was just like, huh, what's that? So like for the five-hour road trip back, I just looked into it, found a couple people. I was like, well, this is dope. I can sit in my room for 30 minutes in the morning and make $200, and then I have the rest of my day to do anything that I want. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that's really what struck the obsession for me. And then from there, I just started educating myself. Books, I think, are is the biggest uh, pillar yeah. that you can use to gain knowledge in any area. And so I started off with books. I hated reading, so I listened to audiobooks yeah. for a lot of them. And then I ended up uh, reading books, finally got my platform uh for, i don't know do y'all do stocks or anything do um, y'all so, trade or so I've, made, I've made some money on some stocks i did a lot of crypto and i actually bought doge um i don't know like f- like eight years ago before it was even you know big just some guy told me about it so i bought it and i had at one point i had 111,000 shares of doge yeah and uh so you know, whenever before that day, Elon Musk tweeted it and it shot up. Well, uh, like it was three days before I sold um, all but like thirty thousand shares to make like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And so the next day, you know, or two days later, it shoots up to almost it was like seventy eight cents. And I look and there's like thirty two k in my portfolio off of I don't know maybe maybe a thousand bucks, probably less. 
and uh, but I did the math and I missed out on like three hundred and eighty six thousand dollars if I would have held oh. for two days, bro. So um, s- sour but sweet taste because I still made you know like thirty grand and I paid off my truck and uh, so I kind of I kind of play with it a little bit. I'm not like as big as I used to be. I used to check it like every twenty minutes, like just mm-hmm. on the fly, addicted to it. But uh, I don't know, man. I just we've been so busy here that I don't have time to look at my phone unless it's trying to get a customer in here you know yeah absolutely so. um but no where i was going with that so td ameritrade thinkorswim is the platform that i use okay and if you've never seen like an actual trading account or whenever you see one for the first time it's just like what is this this is insane i don't yeah. know anything about it it's, it's just a foreign realm that you don't know anything about yeah. so it's intimidating yeah, i've it's seen scary. your computer it looks it's, it's nothing like robin hood yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy we look at it and i'm like mm, that's wild and that's exactly how i was when i first logged on and so that was the biggest learning curve was learning how to navigate a platform in general i think that was the biggest learning curve that i had uh probably took me i mean i'm still not proficient in it yeah and i've been doing it for three years but it probably took me eight months to get familiar where i could comfortably know how to buy and sell something on it oh i believe it and so uh that's a long time it it is honestly there's just it's like if you're hooked one day i want to get started and it you don't know it's gonna take you eight months to get that familiar Mm -hmm. with it it was and you're probably doing it every single day right I was so I think when that happened, that's when uh, COVID hit. Okay. And I always tell people COVID was a blessing for me because I was uh, going to college, I was working, and so whenever I lost my job, it just gave me all the time that I needed to really sit down, dive down, and do all the research that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So I would wake up, I'd uh, work out at like five in the morning. I was big, big into uh, getting bigger back then. I was. I'm yeah. not as much into fitness as I was back then. I feel you. Um, and so I'd get up, do my fitness routine, and then I would put on my headphones and sit at this little desk that we had in our old house, and I would sit there for hours just listening to audiobooks and taking notes. That's crazy. I, I probably have three or four journals that are just full of just teeny tiny That's crazy. notes Let here and there. Let me ask you this. Uh, like, how did you like high school? Like, were you a – like? note taker doing all your absolutely work. not yeah absolutely not <laughs> yeah. no i went to a teeny tiny high school so i graduated with 12 people in oh, my man. class yeah and i think my little brother graduated with five that's crazy uh so wow. there i hate telling people this but at that school i was like the jock quote unquote okay so i mean i was the captain of the football team captain of the basketball team ran track did tennis yeah there at a small school you do everything <laughs> they need yeah. you to yeah you do you do <laughs> it's not everything. An option. uh i was in one act play i was an actor like oh, like man. everything we wow. do everything that's crazy um and so but i loved it i loved doing extracurriculars yeah. um but at the same time i i just hated school oh yeah i hated I learning when my mom would make me do homework i would sit there and ball i'd be like i don't want to do homework yeah that's <laughs> it, exactly how it was and i would actually have decent grades if homework wasn't relevant <laughs> yeah I, I was in high school i was paying people to do everything for me i was <laughs> yeah i was not doing it i was working and i was like y'all can y'all can do it i was paying some dude like 50 bucks an essay i was like i'm not doing it i just <laughs> refused to do it and i think the crazy part is like now i've discovered that i actually really love to learn and it, the thing is is and me and luke talk about this often it's just how, like how high school presents things um that really almost like i don't know detour like kids like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, you know, you're learning about 
algebra and all that and that's cool because you do use it but i always tell luke i'm like man there needs to be like a life class where they teach you how to do your taxes they teach you how to change a flat tire on a car they teach you how to jump a car like just stuff like that because people don't even know how to do that these days and i don't know like they just it's not they don't make it fun to learn in schools Mm -hmm. i completely agree and i think the reason that that is is because it is forced subject matter exactly you don't have a choice on what you're learning so we me and my mom had a conversation about this a while back so if i was head of the education system this is how i would do it you'd have your basic learn to read learn how to do basic math uh learn how to do basic writing and then once you get that that'd be like k through eighth grade okay like learning all the basics as soon as you get into high school that's when you start venturing out so you wouldn't take individual classes you wouldn't have uh algebra one algebra two all these different things your first year would just be you discovering what you actually enjoy doing so there'd be classes every single day and you would just choose which ones you want to go to to see if it interests you kind of like take five workshops or something yeah yeah narrow it down it's actually really cool yeah so you so uh throughout the year like you'd enroll yourself i might go to to welding class today or i might go to an actual math class today yeah or or um how to do your taxes yeah just a background in business um and so they would just go to these individual classes learn what they wanted to learn and then their second year sophomore through senior that's when they just pick that focus and focus strictly on that that's that's and go through it like that and you see that's the thing that's like college these days is you you know you're going for a business degree why do you need to take a a minor in biochemistry for like business it's retarded like you basically restart though because you have to kind of take two or three of all of like the math Mm -hmm. reading science elective you already did maybe language you should get to choose what you want to to do at that point like you already passed spanish you know let me (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't need i don't need this again so you know what made me drop out of college my deciding factor what's that um they my second semester so i went for one semester there's two semesters in a year right yeah Mm -hmm. okay yeah so i went for one full semester and then my second semester they had me enrolled in like the art of music history oh god i think i actually took that and (laughs) i that's what made me drop out i was just like it's literally pointless yeah for what i see myself doing to pay more money to them exactly and so that that was my deciding factor to drop out was having to take a useless class like that so dropping out, did you feel the pressure of like, oh no, like what am I going to do now? Where, like, you know what I mean? So I did, but at the same time, my expectation was to drop out of college ever since I joined college, like probably my junior year up to when I graduated. I was like, I don't plan on going to college for that long. Like I'll do it to make my mom happy and get the quote unquote mm-hmm. college experience. Um, and I did and I didn't like it and I thought it was pointless. So uh, I dropped out and I foresaw myself dropping out eventually. So, yeah, it was intimidating. It was like, okay, what am I going to do now? But at the same time, I was like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I can work until I figure something out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not worried. I can work more now. And at that time, I'm making more money than I made in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, I, you know, like Luke, he's going to graduate. He's not going to have any student loan, like debt. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's like a huge factor, too, is. All the like all the people that I went to high school with, they're graduating, getting married, and I just like, you know, it's like they go to Tech or they go to Baylor, or wherever school they go to, and it's like I know you have forty thousand dollars minimum of student debt unless your parents paid for it, and if they did, that's awesome, like congrats for you. But 
most of those kids have somewhat of student debt that they have to pay for the next 20, 30 years. And meanwhile, I was out working, like making money and, you know, paying off vehicles, paying off credit cards or whatever it was. Um, and so people always ask, like, you know, do you ever regret not going to college? I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And like it just I don't know. It's almost like whenever you. How, how do I want to word this? It's it's like it's a back brace kind of like it's just something like. I have a degree. I can always fall back on it. And I like the, uh, like, I, d- I don't have a degree. So if I get yeah. fired from whatever job or if this business goes down, like. You don't we'll have just, a plan we'll, B. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah. just find something else, bro. I'm not worried about it. Me, like, mm-hmm. I just look at Luke and I'm like, you want to do this? And he's like, if you want to. And I'm like, okay, yeah. new business, LLC, here we come. <laughs> That's awesome. No, so I do think college and school is beneficial for certain yeah, I agree. areas like if you're going to be a doctor, Absolutely. dentist, like Agreed. obviously it's something you need. They're still going to have you take the basic courses that you don't need. But if that's something you're passionate about, schools agree. 100%. Absolutely amazing. It's just for people like us that wanted <laughs> yeah. to pursue business and do more like that. It's like you're going to learn more from um, you, for instance, an actual business owner that runs pallets out of a warehouse, somebody in high school is going to learn more from you than their business teacher because their business teacher was taught how to teach a business class, yeah. not how to run a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's funny you mentioned that. We literally have high schoolers that um, sub work like their little businesses out of here, and they were calling us earlier asking us, like, what's a W-9? This guy wants a W-9 from me. And so they always ask us, like, how to make an invoice and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, you're, you're 100% right. What grade yeah. are they? They are both seniors, so they graduate this year, and they're running a lawn care business, and they also run a little detail business, and they just got, like, a huge client on their detail business. So they're booked every weekend. They're making six to 800 bucks a weekend between the two of them. Yeah. And, uh, like, like that's that's a lot of money for a high schooler, working one day a week. Yeah, so, absolutely. I, I, lo- I love hearing that because, yeah. I don't know, it just brings warmth to your heart whenever you see yeah. younger people than you starting before mm-hmm. you did, and it's like yeah. – I can, we talk about that. I haven't seen them, but I like I can I just know from their ambition yeah. and their work. It's like, man, they're going to we need to we need to get them remotely. on Go Money Grow. Yeah, they remotely had that kind of passion when I was their age. In, yeah, me neither. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'll just go to college now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even want to go into like the last six months of my senior year. I didn't even really want to go. I just. Yeah. So I wasn't I, a blue yeah. collar boy. I had to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Now he's a blue collar boy. He drives forklifts. <laughs> um. No, I'd lo- I'd love to meet him. You've mentioned him before. And yeah, I, I think we tried. Yeah. Maybe we tried to meet, and it just didn't end up working out. I don't remember, but I'd love we'll, to we'll meet him. We'll figure out something. Yeah. and I'll set y'all up. Um, you need to meet our other little like, I I don't want to say employee, but I he's almost an employee. Um, he was on one of our uh podcast episodes. His name's Pete. Pete. He used to be like a huge druggie, um, DWIs, alcoholic. Now he, like, just brings us cash every other day because he makes so much money for us, and it's awesome. Uh went back to school he's in school working a full-time job and taking care of his kids and his baby mama and working for us so he's a pretty cool little cat y'all, y'all need to meet him too that'd be awesome um it, let's talk a little bit more about go money grow because i want you guys to be able to promote it as much as you can yeah um, absolutely podcast because um, we talk about y'all i don't know every time we always just like y'all need to listen to it so well i appreciate i appreciate it so i'm trying to think of the best way it would be to describe it so like i said my brother does real estate i do stocks and my little brother is huge into the fitness industry right now just like me and you both were whenever we first started mm-hmm. um so he actually does fitness influencing he's probably got i want to say like sixty thousand followers on 
TikTok. He's growing his him. Instagram. Wow. Um, That's a lot more than he had uh, whenever we were on your podcast. Yeah, it's been growing. Good for him. It's been growing. And so he, he does that. And so our goal is to just teach people as many teachable as many people as we can about financial freedom and Mm -hmm. how to be financially independent for yourself. Um, And like I said, to change their mindset so they can accomplish that. Uh, Cause there's a mindset that comes with being in the business industry. Everybody that's in business knows it and everybody that's not in business doesn't. So what's uh, like in your personal opinion, what's financially free? I think financially free is when you're not really concerned about paying rent I so everybody's definition I think is a little bit different yeah uh, for me I would say whenever you're not worried about how much your groceries are gonna cost how much gas is whenever you can just go to the grocery store get the groceries you need and not even look at the price not look at the price yeah. and uh, like Take I said, a little vacation and not stress about it yeah yeah exactly that to me that's what my definition of financial freedom would be mm-hmm. um, for or sorry so we have uh in the community there's three big realms there's real estate stocks and fitness and we started it because we just wanted a place a community for everybody that was like-minded or maybe doesn't know anything about this sphere to get knowledge on one of those three subjects if not all of them because uh i think uh i'm a big believer in this I think in order to have a healthy mind, you have to have a healthy body. I agree, 150%. And going to the gym teaches a whole bunch of self-discipline. So I think the first place that everybody should always start is getting your body in shape, like getting uh, yourself in a position where you at least feel healthy because a lot of people just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. They just have that negative feeling. What do you think caused that in your opinion? Like over the last 10, 15 years, what's caused such a – negative mindset like in people in general yeah just like in in, in general let's just go with america like just in social america. media ooh, yeah. that's ooh, that's good we've social had a media. we've had a tangent about social media yeah uh, i can't stand it like, i use it to promote but i can't mm-hmm. stand it uh and it's because uh facebook instagram people only post the happiest moments of their life and mm-hmm. everybody else judges themselves in their lives based on everybody else's perfect moments yeah and it makes everybody feel like shit inside well you know it's crazy that that you say that like i I uh, I had a friend message me the other day on Snapchat, and she was like, "Why do you, why are you so mean to people on your Snapchat?" And I was like, "What do you mean? How am I mean to people?" And she was like, "You're just always posting about um, how people could get up and do better and be better." And it's like, first of all, if they don't like what I post, don't follow me because I really don't care. Yeah. Second of all, is I post this for me because I'm like, sorry to tell you, I'm I'm not out here to baby anybody. I'm out here to beat every single person I look at, whether it's at the gym, in business, in um, uh, faith, whatever it is, I'm, I'm trying to beat you at it because I want to win more than I want anything else. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, you know, that's the problem is everybody's so babied right now. And you look up like the, you, you go through Instagram and you scroll and then a naked girl pops up and you're like, why? Like, you know, I don't even follow this. It just pops up and mm-hmm. you're just like, like, I know that there's eighth through or probably younger than eighth graders, I guess, like what fifth graders following this. And they're seeing it. It's just like, dude, yeah. like, it's just so... You get a phone when you're like five? <laughs> yeah. You're like polluting the whole freaking world over stupid, stupid Most stuff. Ads mm-hmm. can pop up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I say Instagram. It's it's on all of it. Like, mm-hmm. if you add a random person on Snapchat and it's a freaking porn bot or mm-hmm. 
whatever it is like it's just like oh my gosh but i do have to give it to the algorithms like for the social medias because if you are in business and you want to learn about business stocks real estate fitness whatever business it is pallet flipping whatever it's going to be your stuff on your social media is going to show stuff like that yeah Yeah. and vice versa if you've just uh broken up with your girlfriend you're just depressed isn't that weird how it it like like i don't know if it watches your eyes or whatever it is but like my tiktok is straight uh business all the time yeah. it is nothing but business and like those success videos it shows like lamborghinis and you yep. know nice houses and stuff and I'm, i feel like the algorithm just sucks if you're young and vulnerable yeah That's, because every I now guess. and then it'll mm-hmm. just throw something in there to try to see like if you're it, it's like you're a fish in a fishbowl and it just yeah. wants to see if you'll chase the food that way or yeah. that way mm-hmm. yeah but it it's trippy to to you know you get those algorithms and it, you you really do uh i don't know it, it's trippy mm-hmm. like you just you follow it and you I don't. I don't know where I'm going. It's with just it. almost like, like, like. Let's see where it takes us. Yeah. It's like it's like they are fishing, and uh, once they know that you like something, they're just gonna send more and mm-hmm. more of that. And if yeah. you keep reacting to it and keep liking it and sharing it, they know. Okay, he really does like this. Let's just keep throwing, so throwing what, him more of this stuff. What do you think about like whenever you talk about something, and then the next time you open your phone, it pops up like the mm-hmm. ads or something. Oh, like I absolutely think they're listening to crazy. us. Freaking crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And I think, I think. There's something with the mic that they do hear us. Uh, like I'm not like huge in conspiracy. Like oh, if I talk like and, like if I'm selling drugs or something like that, and they hear me, they're gonna uh, do this. I mean, there's privacy policies. They can't do that. But I do think there is something that is listening that gets a hold of the conversations that you have, mm-hmm. and it shows you stuff based on conversations, especially if they're repeat. Like you're talking about business all the time, you're gonna see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I noticed it specifically whenever uh, me and my brother started golfing. Really? We started golfing. We had never seen a golf TikTok in our entire lives. <laughs> and then we went and, uh, I don't know, bought clubs on Amazon. They track everything. Every yeah. single website that you go onto, they yeah. track all your purchases. They're like, okay, what is he into now? Um, and then we would just talk about it. We'd be out golfing, talking about golfing, our lowest score. And then all of our social media is just full of golf advertisements, <laughs> um, <laughs> golf TikToks, like watch me make this 20-foot putt, just golf. I've never had a golf TikTok in my entire life. I guarantee there's one on my phone tonight. You might just see from, one. Yeah, just from. You might see one. It just, but yeah. it is. It's crazy to think about. Crazy. Can I ask y'all a question? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. So, do y'all know who uh, Ayman Gonzali is? I think is his name. No, I don't. I I, 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 I can't about. think of his last name, but. Is he local? No, no. no. Okay. He lives uh, in Dubai, I think. Okay. He, he's he's a big, like, mindset uh businessman he does uh like an online marketing agency okay and he teaches a lot about mindset and something that he started talking about recently that is kind of scary is how everyone knows history repeats itself Mm -hmm. and his biggest thing was like slavery is not gone people think it's gone but it's not and so back in the day when there were slaves they'd pay you with food and a place to live nowadays it's not like they're still slaves, but it's a different kind of slave. So it's a credit slave. It's a debt slave. So anybody that works the nine to five job, he says, is a slave. You don't have mm. the freedom to go be and do anything that you want because you have to report to mm-hmm. somebody. And that's how they keep them in the system mm-hmm. working paycheck to paycheck. Um, in, the, and in the rat race. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And same thing uh, for football players and celebrities. They're well-paid slaves, but they still report to somebody. They still have mm-hmm. to be at a set. They still have to be at practice at a certain time. They don't have the uh, time, financial, or destination freedom. Mm-hmm. And so in order – his thing is is in order to really escape the rat race and be a free human, you have to have financial freedom, time freedom, and location freedom. Mm. And so I, w- I just want to get y'all's opinions on that. Well, I think you have to have financial freedom to have all the others. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's why it's so hard is, and one of the verses in Proverbs even says the borrower is slave to the lender. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's gone all the way back to biblical times mm-hmm. and nothing has changed. Like history is still repeating itself because people, you know, you brought up the credit to debt thing. It's like everybody is always working so hard to pay off credit cards and it's so hard to catch up because they charge you such ridiculous interest rates. And so you're literally a slave to the, to the person you borrowed money from mm-hmm. until you get it paid yeah. off. What then you we think? get junk mail every day about new credit card, new credit card, mm-hmm. uh, get cash now and 24 hours. And mm-hmm. well, they make it sound great. Yeah. yeah. They make it sound incredible. It's like, yeah. Oh, I can get approved for this credit card. And then I have $8,000 that I can spend as long as I pay it back. Then great. Yeah. As long as you pay it back, go to your buddy's you house. He has an 85 inch TV. You're like, I'd really love to have one. You're like, Oh, I have this piece of plastic. That'll buy me that. Yeah. I'll pay it off in like six weeks. I, Mm-hmm. And then, and then <laughs> for, you know, for like student debt's a big one too. Because uh, yeah, like you said, if you're like with, I don't know what the interest rates are like on student debt or if there is. Do they have I don't know anything rates, about you know? student yeah, debt. Yeah, they do. Um, it's not free. But <laughs> uh, mortgages are a big one. Car payments, yeah. uh, credit cards, and student loans are probably like the biggest like asset or liability debts yeah. that yeah. you have. I, I feel like you shouldn't be able to get a student loan until you're 21. Honestly. Yeah, because when, when you're 18, you're so pushed into it and yeah, so, like, mind-boggled. Mm-hmm. Go to college. Go, You know, if every it, teacher yeah. I had was like, you're not going to do good in college. And I was like, I'm not going to college. It's <laughs> yeah. not happening. I think I, if you had three years to, like, get some real-world real world experience and then maybe find out other ways to make money, I think it'd be maybe half the amount of people would go yeah. straight mm-hmm. to college. Like, go, you know, go serve it. Olive Garden or something, or yeah. go be a bartender, or do something, and then make that decision if you yeah. want to go or not go. Don't just go waste the money on it yeah. because everybody's telling you you need to go. Yeah, and how many people do you meet to say, "Oh, I don't even use my degree. I'm I got a degree in biology, and now I'm a, a lender or something." Yeah. You know, like ninety percent of them. Yeah, it's like I hear that from everybody. So, what do you think about like 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 you said you should you say you shouldn't be able to get a student loan until you're twenty one. My biggest thing is if you're 18 and can get a $100,000 loan to go to school, why can't they give this 18-year-old that doesn't want to go to college a $10,000 or $20,000 loan to start a business? Yeah, yeah It's agree. just like, oh, you want to start a business? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. That's out of societal <laughs> norm. Yeah. yeah, you're you're born to fail, and that's mind-boggling to me. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gets the wheels turning in my head. It's like they really do just want people to work so the people at the top stay there. Mm-hmm. They don't want people breaking out and branching out and finding out, oh, yeah, that's, that's not why the way dangle, life works. Dangle that little carrot like a raise or benefits or whatever mm-hmm. in front of your face. It's like, you know, financial freedom is not chasing a raise your whole yeah. life. It, it's just, yeah. I don't know. And right. a lot of people don't get it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Ryan, for a Rich Dad Poor Dad, I started writing down a list of what do I think carrots are in my life. Ooh, that's good. Did, yeah. it, did the book tell you to do that, or did you just do it by yourself? No, I just thought about it. That's it just good. kind that's of pissed good. me off. I was like, what are the carrots in my life? 
weekends off or uh, yeah you know what i mean like i want every day off mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. i want to be like hey let's freaking hop in my jet and go to dubai or hey i'm picking you up in the lambo let's go to the gym you know yeah. like i want freedom of time and you can't do that without money mm-hmm. and the people that say money isn't everything it's like you're, you know you're you're right it's not money is not everything there's a lot of stuff that comes before money mm-hmm. but you cannot do anything without money right. you can't go save the rainforest without buying trees you can't go um you know own your nice and fancy cars or live your luxury house or uh swim in your nice pool without money like it takes money mm-hmm. and see it it's kind of hard to speak on too because i'm a big believer in if you're happy keep doing what you're doing like yeah. if if you're totally content and you love your life you love uh going to work at the bank at the car lot being a car salesman you love getting the weekends off to spend with your family your neighbors your dog if you absolutely love the life you live there's no shame in that no no shame in that at all if that's something you love to do then stick to it keep doing it there's no shame anywhere it's just uh i don't know young 18 to 25 to 30 year olds that just want something more i I don't know what it is it's just an itch yeah i i get it i mean you you get it right it's just like I don't even know how to explain it. You can't it. describe the uh-uh. feeling that it is. It's a burning desire to this to be better than everybody else. Exactly. That's exactly what it's it is. It's a burning I desire to be. I want to beat you so bad. Exactly. Every yeah. person I look at, like, I just want to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. My own goal, I want to be the person that someone's waiting on to talk to me. Like, yeah. I just always hated being that person where you're waiting all day to hear back from them. And, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, at, you're begging at their feet. I want to be the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. Whether I'm making a million dollars or $10,000. Mm-hmm. And that, that hits you from the book. Yeah. So that, I, you know, and I'm pretty sure it was the same book that got you started on it, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's the story where he's waiting to go in the office and he keeps talking to the employees. And Luke's brought it up before. He's like, I want to be the person in the office that everybody's waiting on to go talk to. So Yeah. yeah. I've gotten the point now of like, we're like, they were trying to buy like a forklift from a guy. And he, I just like he was wasting our time. We wasted like two hours trying to meet up with him to get it. I'm Wouldn't like, reply. No, I'm like, no, no. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not waiting this. anymore. There, I yeah. can go find another forklift. You're wasting my time. And then you my know, time is my money. As soon as we leave, he's like, "Hey, I'm ready to meet." And I was like, "No, yeah. bro, th- <laughs> go freaking suck it. I don't want your forklift." We're like yeah. five minutes away. We're like, "No, it's the principal. We're not coming back." Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, I messaged him. I said, "No, you wasted my time." I'm I'm not buying anything from you. I don't want to do business with you. Yeah, that's the guy I want to be in five to ten years. Yeah. If you waste my time, you're out. Well, you guys are killing it. Like, what we was have, it? We have been very blessed lately. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've seen y'all stuff all over Facebook, all over um, Snapchat. I have you on Snapchat. I don't have you. Um, and, like, you're saying, what have y'all had four shipments and they've all sold out within, like, a week or something like that? Yeah, they, they sell out within seven to ten days. And I remember not, what? two months ago two and a half months ago we had a meeting at the amarillo club and you're like hey i think we're gonna do this yeah <laughs> yeah we just we had brought it up to y'all we we're like hey we're gonna do this and then eventually um we're almost the point now where we can what we want to do now is with the go money grow is we want to make the other side that we used to do because we used to buy the pallets break them down and then sell them so we mm-hmm. want to teach people how to do that on go money grow because not only does it benefit them in making side money, but that's how we make our living is by selling the pallets now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I don't know if we told you this or not, but we sat down with this uh, older man. And he, I mean, he's a mega millionaire, millions and millions and millions of dollars. 
and we just told him what we were doing, and he was like, well, just touch your inventory less. And I was like, what, is, what do you mean? And he was like, you just don't touch it as much. It, the more time you have it, the more time you lose, the more money you lose. And so we were like, okay, how do we touch our inventory less? And he was like, all right, we'll just sell the whole pallet. And uh, literally taking one person's advice changed our whole life. Yeah. Like our first month or our first truckload, I think we cleared almost 10 grand on in a week. See, that's incredible. And I bet that was life-changing for y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It, it's say, crazy. like, November 1st, it was our goal to get a truckload by the end of the year. I would say 10 days later, like, let's try to get five by the end of the year. Yeah. It was just, it just, once it happened, it was, it, it seems so possible to do it. Mm-hmm. We got a little whiteboard over there that we write down just, like, little goals, and it says, like, truckload, and then it, I have tallies next to it. Because at first it was just one, <laughs> one truckload, and then I just put two three and then it says forklift and i was like one two <laughs> and so i mean you we know didn't want two forklifts yeah yeah that was that was an unprecedented um, what happened did it just like blow up out of nowhere what happened well we bought it and it started smoking real bad so it had a, a head gasket blown and we almost had it all fixed but then the head was messed up so was, but we bought it the crazy thing is we bought it knowing that a guy would buy it from us for what we paid for it working or not working so we made a really smart buy um and so, and sure enough, he did. He paid yeah. exactly what we paid so, for. Like if it would have worked out, we would have been like fifteen hundred dollars under budget. But mm-hmm. then we also had a plan B to where if we couldn't fix it, he would just take it off our hands. Okay. So it was kind of a win-win. Yeah, that that we sounds so much better weeks. than. And then what, this one hit the dust. What happened <laughs> with this one? Somebody bolted the fan on backwards, and so it cut the coolant line, which then led to. 15 other problems it's like it's like 15 small problems yeah, but the last yeah. one had like one major unsolvable problem i okay. would say yeah like we didn't know where to get the replacement part because it was like from the 80s and mm. we don't know yeah, who's the selling other one's a head for it this one it's a toyota so i mean we can and i'll fix it I, we've I'd, already found every part for it yeah it hasn't right. been hard it's not bad that's good whenever you said that <laughs> Your forklift blew up in my head. I had something much worse. You should worse have seen the mine. other one. The other one was blown up. I had something yeah. much worse in mind. So <laughs> to know it's that, that makes me feel bad. Yeah, I was afraid we, there was a fire and all this stuff, and you oh. lost half your inventory. No, yeah. no, we're good on that. I should, I should be careful. How yeah. <laughs> text things. One day we'll have a working forklift. Hopefully by like Thursday. <laughs> so on the Go Money Grow on y'all's triangle, you know, you have the fitness, you have the real estate, and you have the stock market. How would you say, um, how well do all three of these things actually coincide with each other? So, is most of your group trying all three or doing all three? So, this is really interesting that you asked this <clears throat> because we had a meeting with Chance Start today. Um, and that's that was the original plan. Mm-hmm. And the original plan was whenever people are first getting into business and like uh, self development, what's the first thing they do? Okay, gym, get my body in shape. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. What's the next thing? I want to make uh, some money quick. Um, stocks, options, uh, stuff like that. Okay, I want long-term wealth, real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's learn about all of them. So that was the initial goal, mm-hmm. was to have all of that stuff at one place so everybody could learn all of it at once. After having this meeting, we were not teaching what we did ourselves. So you can have all the information and one spot that's fine but you cannot learn and focus specifically on all three of them and be successful i think uh what what he shared with us was if you or not that you can't be successful but you will be much more successful if you pinpoint what you're learning 
and focus on that for six months and then maybe transition and start yeah. learning and uh, learning about something else. Like it's kind of overwhelming to try three exactly those and topics that's why, all at the same time. And I think that's why we didn't have much engagement on the Discord whenever we had it on there because all Discord's this information hard to work, was there. Discord is yeah. hard to I, I do not understand it. I've tried. It's hard to figure it out. Well, that's why we're switching to Facebook. It's going to be so much easier. It's just absolutely going to be incredible. Uh, so much easier to navigate. Uh, stocks, real estate, and all this stuff are going to be in separate groups, so you're not uh, bombarded by all this information in one spot, and so you can pick and choose what you want to focus on mm. right now, and you're not going to be learning about stocks, and then somebody throws something in about real estate, and That's it good. just throws you off your game. That's good. That's funny you say that, because... Luke's always having to hold me down because I'm always like, let's do this. Let's start this. Let's do this. Let's, and he's like, bro, can we just focus on the three businesses that we already have running? <laughs> yeah. So I, I totally get it. I'm always sporadic, but in the end, like it's so right because, you know, we focus on this one and we have shifted it into a new business, but the same business and now it's actually excelling. And then um, we almost we were really contemplating selling our RV Airbnb just because it wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, two weeks later, like it just, it really took off and started making more money than it had made all year. Really? And so it was just like, you know, you, it, whenever you do sit down and focus on the things you want and um, we're big believers in manifestation and, you know, writing down what you want and setting those goals and setting those, um, I don't know, e even if they're unbelievable limits for yourself, mm -hmm. then, we say it all the time anything is possible you can literally do anything you want to yeah do. you absolutely can our in our community that's something we want to promote more than anything is the fact that you can do anything like your thoughts are things i think you've i think you said it on the last podcast um your thoughts are things mm -hmm. if you can think it and you can convince your deep subconscious mind to believe it it will come to fruition it, yeah and it'll throw um little like once you start thinking about it and you start believing that it's actually possible, you'll notice in your reality like little nuggets of things that relate to that mm -hmm. specific goal. And at that point, it's just about accepting the nuggets, accepting the things that are coming into your life, putting them into action. Uh, like a lot of people think whenever you're talking about manifestation, it's just like sitting at home, meditating, and you're going to get rich. That's yeah. not how it works. In your – in your um robe yeah. yeah yeah that's not that's not how it works like no. you start thinking about it and then you start seeing things in your reality that it's like oh well that's kind of what i want to do well, let's grab that let's run with that yeah and it, it's crazy how whenever you focus on that stuff um literally god just opens doors sometimes yeah. like you know what i mean you're just like okay like that's why i had that thought like because i was going somewhere with it you the I, i'm big in faith and i believe that the lord leads you places um that you that you he gives those thoughts to you to lead you to those places i love that you say that because i actually just went to church for the first time good for you uh, gorman last sunday i went to church for the first time in probably five months that's awesome man what Something church like did that. you go to uh one with my sister uh it was a united methodist church cool. it's there on Coulter. Yeah, yeah yeah and the reason i did it is because i've i've had this nagging thing in the back of my head lately about like hey you need you need to focus on like your spirituality a little bit like mm. you're losing yourself and so uh, i've been seeing it everywhere and so my sister's 
been inviting us to go to these things. It's like, you know what, let's go. Let's do it. And so I went to this thing at uh, WT. It's called Tupos. Oh, yeah. And I went to that with her. And it was right after I had my wisdom teeth taken out, so yeah. I was still kind of loopy. <laughs> but just the message that I got from him at that time, I can't remember exactly what it was then, but at that time made me feel something that I have not felt in a very long time. That's crazy, dude. And That's so crazy. I'm really starting to get back on uh, – or not get back on, but start going to church again and start. Well, you're always welcome to come with me. What church do you go to? I go to Trinity. I'm actually on staff there. Cade and Kale have gone to Trinity a couple times. I have not been there once. Well, come check it out sometime. We'll I, hang out. I'd love to. It's mega church. It's huge. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, it's so big. It, it's uh, <clears throat> There's three verses in the Bible that I really, really like. And, uh, and Steve Harvey, I actually watched a video on him, and he's the one that put it together. There's one that says, um, you have not because you ask not. So it's like, okay, so all I have to do is ask you, God, and you'll give it to me. And so last week, I was like driving. I was like, God, I'm not saying like you have to give me a hot tub, but it'd be really <laughs> cool if you would give me a hot tub in this new house. I'll pay for it, but if you could just provide one. And so I bought one, and then uh, one of the high school kids that works here for us, I told him about it. He goes, oh, um, don't buy it. My dad said you can have his eight-person hot tub for free. And I was like, what? And he was like, I swear. And so I literally am getting this hot tub for free. And I was like, okay, all right. Like, what what are we going to ask for next? Yeah. Because that worked. Um, and so the other day I was I was going into work and I lost like my winter coat two weeks ago. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try it again. God, if I, uh, if you could, I would really like to find my winter coat because that was my favorite coat. I walk in the depot and it's in a bucket. And I've been in this depot like, I don't know, 20 times in two weeks. And it was there. And so I was like, okay, so we're just going to keep doing it. Another one of my verse, favorite verses is uh, in Habakkuk, Habakkuk, something like that. I don't even know how to say it. But anyways, it <laughs> says, um, write down your visions, make them plain on tablets. And I'm like, okay, so I have to ask you for something. I have to write down my vision. And then the third one is in Deuteronomy, and it says, um, uh, it's the Lord your God who provides you the ability to make wealth. And I'm like, okay, so I have to recognize that it's your money, not my money. So those three things. And, and I feel like you're set. Like, if anybody can apply those things to their life. And, you know, every you that's pretty much what you're doing with, you know, manifestation or prayer or whatever you want to call it. Like, you're you're just applying those things into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, sorry. That was my little tangent on that. Well, you're good. No, I, <laughs> I'm enjoying listening. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, like, it's crazy because I notice this, like, in the world. Like, um, if I donate money, I'll get it back ten times more. Or... Um, if I donate time, then it seems like my business thrives more. Or, it, it like, I, I'm telling you, man, it just works. It's the only thing that just always works. Do you have any tips for somebody that has not done a lot of prayer? Because I'm, like, I do meditation, but I don't really sit down and actually yeah. do prayer. Yeah, for but sure. But I want to get into that. Do you have any tips yeah, for somebody? Yeah, I pray every night. Like, I always pray. Like, even my Alexa reminds me because I'll forget sometimes. And she'll be like, hey, don't forget to pray. And I'm like, okay. And so something I always pray for is like my future wife or future relationship. Um, but the the thing about prayer is, you know, everybody is like, when they think of prayer, it's like you're on your hands and knees bowing and like, and that's not how I pray. I'm like, hey God, like today sucked. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I talked to him just like I would Luke. I'm like, today sucked. And it honestly pissed me off that this happened. And uh, so I just talked to God like he's a friend and um I was listening to a pastor and he said the best way to hear God is actually to listen to yourself because the the way like God talks to you is the way he's going to 
easily present himself is through you. And so whenever you have like those thoughts, like, man, I shouldn't do that. Or, uh, like, mm, I, I don't know about that. Or, um, you know, they call it like a gut feeling. Or, yeah, I know exactly um, what you're You know what about. I mean? Yeah. And so I, I truly believe that that's God or the Holy Spirit literally saying um, to you through you, like, hey, that's that's not for you. I don't have that for you. Your door's actually over there. Go that way and walk that way. And um, I've learned in the last year really well how to take those things and walk with them instead of, you know, not. Because I used to be the party guy. I used to be out every single night, um, get off work and go party or whatever and so I really changed my life in that direction and I don't know man it just like I just have a peace all the time like today we we were having problems with a forklift bro I'm just laughing like it just you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like it's just like we just laugh at stuff like yeah. it, it's just peace and uh like that's not a peace that I can give myself like I you know what I mean it's yeah. just it's spiritual so it, I, don't know. I want that because I feel like I don't have peace well dude we'll we'll talk about that we will and okay. we, we, anytime you want to um just call me man we'll, we'll definitely talk about that um maybe we'll even do a podcast over it one day see i don't know where my religion has been lately or like why i even started feeling like this <clears throat> i feel like it kind of really started whenever i started going full-time trading really I mean, yeah i think it's because i was so focused on doing that that i kind of lost sight of myself and the stuff that i was doing other than that yeah and i've just noticed it recently being more prevalent where i just see more religion more god more good everything and so it kind of kicked me in the butt and it's like like you need it you need i'm a big believer in if you want change in your life something in your life has to change yeah that's good and so i went to church or i went to two posts with my sister and yeah the feeling that I got was just overwhelming. And so I was like, okay, I need, I need, I need to start doing more of this. This feels good. Yeah. I haven't had this feeling in a while. It's the yeah. kind of feeling you got the first day you quit your job and did day trading. Yeah. 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 I it, get was, that. it was almost the exact same feeling. And so it's hard to get that high sometimes. It is. It is. That's I think. a good way or bad way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I get it. it it's a, uh, it's a very, uh, I don't know. It, it's an unreplicable feeling um mm -hmm. like i said it, it for me it's just like the feeling of peace like i'm like just i'm always at peace like whether i'm working out or if something goes wrong or whatever it is if we're not if we like we didn't we didn't have any customers today we worked on that forklift all day i'm not worried about it like it's just peace like it's just i don't know it, it's something that i didn't have for a really really long time yeah and uh so i just changed i cut out a ton of people a bunch yeah. of people um that weren't on that path and added a bunch of people that were and uh, so now I have some pretty good you know relationships with people that are more spiritual than me and uh, I think that that's part of you know you have to have a mentor you have to have somebody who's gone before you whether it's in business or in religion or in anything else you know sports or education whatever it is somebody had to do it before you and somebody has to be better at it than you for you to actually learn from them yeah so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I got so You're good. focused on that. You're good. We got um, really deep for a little. Yeah, bit. we. Yeah. <laughs> no. I feel like I'm listening to like a meditation book before bed. <laughs> I close my well, eyes and listen. For me, it's like, it's like a roller coaster. Like mm. I'll go, like you go through like. That's the, like every week for me. <laughs> yeah, you go through like the high highs, like oh I'm killing it, and then you'll go through the lows. It's like oh am I? Yeah. And. Uh, it's that imposter syndrome too. Yes. Yeah. 
that, it's like that's I wake up on Monday, I'm like, I am killing life. <laughs> I'm just, our business is doing good. I wake up Tuesday, I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I haven't made that much money this week. Why did I quit my job? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> and then Wednesday comes back around, Clint's back in town. I'm like, okay, let's get going. Let's get going. <laughs> we're we're going to do this today. And uh, uh, that's where I noticed meditation really helped a lot uh, for me. So, like, <clears throat> whenever I first started, uh, like, doing this, uh, like, where I'm creating a course to teach people how to trade, um, one, it wasn't very professionally done. So, I'm redoing <laughs> everything. <laughs> That's um, fun. And two, like, I would show these, like, I'm making these videos on how to do these, and, like, I noticed it in the videos. So, I would trade in the morning, and then I'd make videos in the afternoon. Mm. And when I was doing it, um, there's this one day I made like 5,000, I made 5,000 that day and I was just ecstatic. I was ready to do it. I was like, look, you got to do this, 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 and you could feel it in the video. Mm. And then another day I had lost 2000 and you could feel it in the mm-hmm. video. You could feel that I wasn't excited about what I was talking about. Yeah. And so that's like where meditation I think really helped me. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter. Like nothing matters. It doesn't matter whether you whether you make money that day or not. Like you're still you sn- I guess meditation for me gave me that peace. Yeah. Kinda. And I need to get back in a routine of meditating. I notice I'm I make myself meditate whenever I'm just like full of it. Full yeah. of like 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 the stress of the stuff going on whenever <clears throat> like uh I don't know, if I had a bad week in the market or something like that, I just have to remind myself like it's, it's good, part, man. Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, that's kinda like I don't know, it's like that's the blissful part about it. Like, you know, Every day can't be great because then you wouldn't be grateful for the great days. Yeah, yeah. So the lows make you more grateful for the highs. And I think I think a big part of that is just waking up early. Honestly, like I woke up this or I didn't go to bed this morning. <laughs> I worked all night and I stayed up this morning and I was like on it. Like I hopped in the ice bath 5 a.m. Made a huge breakfast, um, cleaned a little bit, and w- doing that versus getting up at like 9:30 and getting to the shop by 10 or whatever. I'm like dead. Like, I don't even want to be here. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't even want to work out. I don't want to do nothing. So I really think just a big part of it is just waking up and getting ahead of the day. Yeah. I I love that. And I mean, that's whenever I felt, sorry, that's whenever I felt my most happiest or my happiest is whenever I was like just on the grind, Mm -hmm. like every single day, wake up at five, go to the gym, make breakfast, go to the office, uh, research my trades, trades, go to work. Like just whenever I was like, on that grind and yeah. uh i don't know necessarily for me if it was waking up early but just being on a grind it's like being addicted to the growth phase not the end result mm. yeah and that's that's what i think it was for me that really got me up in the morning i think a lot of the time like i'm scared to get to the end you know what i mean that's oh that's point. deep does that make sense yeah like, like i'm scared to get to that point where it's like like you made it you're there mm-hmm. what now um, because I know that there is a point like that, you know, eventually you're going to be so old, you can't move like we do now, or you can't hustle and grind. And so lately I've been thinking like, I don't know, me and Luke talk about it all the time. We're like, man, I'm so glad. Like I don't have children right now. Not that I don't want them one day in the future, Yeah. but I don't want to give up my youth right now for, for a child. I would rather give up thirties or later thirties, maybe even forties. Like that's great. Maybe fifties, maybe, maybe 60s. 60s. Seventies. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like. Like, I don't want to give up my youth. Like, I want to, I don't know. Like, I love life. Everybody's always so mad about everything in the world. It's like, I wake up and I'm like, dude, 
Life I is live good. A dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go to work with my best friend every single day. No, I'm curious about. It's like when you get up early and you just have a good start to your day. If if you enjoy that high so much, what makes you stop? Yeah. What brings it down? Yeah. What like if, if it's really that good every day, waking up, getting a good breakfast, going to the gym. What makes you the next day possibly wake up and say, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't know. I, I think you're onto something. Maybe you're just scared. Well, part yeah, of you've it peaked. Maybe you don't think it can get better. You know. Well, what see, I mean? do you not do you not think that whenever you get to that point, God's not gonna put like another journey that you're gonna go down? I, I don't know, man. Because like, that's like, how I see it. Like, okay, but what is that point? Is that point like you die and go to heaven, or is that point like? Cause, I was cause thinking more you, business. Oh, like, business? like like once you make it to the business part, it's like, well, I can buy anything that I want. I can do anything I want to do. Well, what now? I think that there's a certain calling on your life, and I think that my calling is to give to other people. That is like the my favorite thing to do. Um, if we have a girl that comes in here, and you, I don't know, man, I, I just hear God sometimes, and He's like, "Hey, you need to give her a free pair of AirPods." And so I gave this one girl a free pair of AirPods, and she starts bawling. Her grandma comes in here, starts bawling. She's like, "She's been working at Cracker Barrel. She's 15. She saved up for two months to get these AirPods because somebody stole hers." And I was like, "Well, God told me to give her some because somebody took hers." And you know, you just gotta listen to stuff like that, and. So that's how I know that my calling is to give. And we give, like, to the youth hockey because we both love hockey. And we, uh, I, like, Luke always gives people discounts on stuff. And he doesn't even tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he just sneaks them in there. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I don't care, you know. It's it's just like, like if it's 50 bucks, that person is going to come back yeah. because we bless them. Or, yeah. um, you know, like. like even, even then, like, it feels better to do something nice for somebody than to make that profit. Exactly. To make that profit. Like, that's mm-hmm. why on Thursday we rented that limo for all the people that have helped our business. Like, we want to just bless everybody that that um, has been a part of this. Like, we, you know, we have so much more we got to go. And we're going to go mm-hmm. way high. And we're going to have a bigger warehouse. And we're going to have a new forklift one day. <laughs> one that runs. And we're going to meet so many more people. But, like, I don't know. Like, you, you can't not um, bless the people that are around you when you're climbing up because whenever you get to the top those are the people that are going to remember and those are the people that helped you get there yeah so you know even if it's as little as renting a, a limo for 200 bucks to go look at christmas lights with the people that are here like it's no big deal we i just want to help people man like in yeah. any way i can there's no like there's no better feeling i don't think personally like like i know the feeling that you're talking about yeah. it's just yeah. like whenever you do something nice and you're just doing it because you feel like they need help. some help at the time, and you just know it's the right thing to do. Like, we yeah. had a – Luke had a girl come in not long ago, and we had a whole freaking pallet of kitty litter. And <laughs> Luke gave her, like, all of it for 75 bucks. Yeah. And he told me, he goes, yeah, apparently she just has a million cats that she raises and, <laughs> and lets them out for – what does she do? She was like uh, – She, like, fosters animals. Yeah, and okay. It's and like so, a grooming place, but I walked in, there was, like – a hundred cats everywhere. <laughs> she like, needed the kitty litter. I, I, I brought like a whole van of kitty litter. She's like, yeah, this probably lasts me like four weeks. I'm like, four weeks? I'm like, holy balls. <laughs> so That is crazy to me. That, to me, that is crazy. I don't know how you volunteered yourself for this. But the best I, I could do is give you a discount on this kitty litter. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, I, I don't know. This is a really good conversation. It's, it's, it's a different type of podcast. It's different vibes, and I really like it. Um. It's just a, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Crazy the way the way things kind of line up sometimes. The way God works things into certain situations, you're just like, okay, like maybe, 
right here. I'm here for this right now. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's it's cool. For I just want to give a real quick like piece of advice. Yeah, go. For <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, go. We want we, that's one of our things. We always ask. Uh, we st- we actually got it from y'all. <laughs> you asked us if you could send somebody off. Um, you know, the podcast would learn in one thing from you. What would it be? Be grateful for what you have now because what you have now is going to get you to where you want to be. That's so good. So if you can't be grateful in a 600 square foot trashy apartment with dogs barking at the night, like it's going to be hard for you to be grateful anywhere else until you can personally accept the fact that you are blessed in whatever situation you are. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to grasp gratitude towards anything else. It's a hard one to live out, mm-hmm. honestly. That's good, man. I think we should end it on that one. That's yeah. good, Corbin. We appreciate you coming on, brother. And uh, hopefully soon we'll be back on Go Money Grow. We talked yeah, about absolutely. that a little bit, but we appreciate your time coming out, talking to our listeners. So y'all remember, don't think about it, just <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs>